Hey guys, I'm Nat. And I'm Ashton. And we, we are, are the Nerds in Flannel. Well, you know what happened last week? No, Nat, what happens? I don't know. I, I, I try to segue it, but it didn't work anyways. Um, Kenobi! Ken- Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Disney Plus original TV show, just finished. Um, it's six episode run, and... Hello wa- there. Yes, hello. Hello there. Um... I want to hear Ashton's thoughts before I say mine, because I believe I have a pretty hot take um, when it comes to this show that a lot of people aren't going to like. Okay. 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 So Ashton, what, I want to hear your thoughts first. Okay. So, um, I guess we're diving right into things here. Let's just go into it. Just hopping right in. I, I respect that. It's been a while. It has. So, uh, and apologies if I kind of sound a little stuffed up. I'm just getting I off a bit of a... I punched him in the throat. Okay. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, I'm getting off a bit of a lung infection here. But it's fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah. My thoughts on Kenobi. Did it live up to expectations and hype? Yes, with some caveats. Alright, okay. So, we had a lot of anticipation for this uh, particular show. And while I think a lot of the stuff we wanted to see happened, was it done super well? Meh. But... There were, I think after every episode, there's always this one big thing that just, like, blew my mind. And I would, like, text Nat right away. Like, you gotta watch Kenobi, bro. Yeah, he would text me. He's like, damn, bro. Kenobi. Or, bro, Kenobi. That's what he would say. He would just say, bro, Kenobi. Bro, Kenobi. That was, like, my classic line. Uh, just because there, like, there was a lot of stuff that they incorporated into the episodes that were, like, whoa. I think overall as a series, I didn't hate it. I don't think it's my favorite. Um, should it have been made? I'm, I'm okay with it, but I know that there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of these hardcore canon boys and girls fans, canon boys, canon boys are not quite as happy about, which we can dive into like, I, I guess a little bit more cause we have a whole episode to talk about it. Yes. Um, I think bottom line though, I liked it. And I think it did kind of bring in a lot of big things for, like, sort of that Empire era. And it was kind of, it was nice to see, like, Ewan and uh, and Hayden again, kind of back in their roles. So, I mean, I think I would give this, if I were to rate it, I'd probably give it a 6.9 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I respect that. Yeah. Oh, right. Let's hear your take. Yeah. Um, so, in the past, I have been known to be called a contrarian. So if you don't know what a contrarian is, it's a person who kind of goes against the norm, who goes, like, who has different opinions of things. Like, if, like, a mass majority of people like something, they probably won't like it. Or if they like something, a lot of people don't like it. Now, yes, I have been known to, call, known to be called a contrarian. And this is no, this is not going to be an exception. Uh, oh gosh! <laughs> I thought this show was pretty, pretty. What's uh, what's the word? I, I just want to call it lackluster. I think that's the right word. It just didn't blow me away as I as much as I thought it was. Uh, I do this. It does a lot of things right, um, but I think just the way people. I mean, just the way they did it, sticking with um, a Skywalker storyline is kind of just not 
not great. I can't, I love that they tied in. Okay, do we should we should do a spoiler alert thing? Okay, spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler alert. Um, I love how they tied in the whole story with Princess Leia. Yeah. And Holy crap. <laughs> this is the one thing part they did really well. I agree that it should have happened because we needed to know how Princess Leia knew Obi Wan before Episode Four. Um, I think I think a whole series to this was much needed, um, but the execution, I just. I just found that there was really no threat. Okay. There was really no stakes, now that I think of it. Because everyone who got stabbed pretty much lived. <laughs> yeah. But think about it. Darth Vader, his his mask went half off. Such a cool a- scene, Alive, though. yeah. Um, Re- Reva, alive. Stabbed twice. Stabbed twice. Grand Inquisitor, Alive. Dude, no one died in the show. Yeah. Oh, except uh, what's her face, um, um, Tala. But she she was kind of a mad character. Yeah, she was kind of a mad character. Yeah. Um. I thought the performances were pretty decent. Not no bad. None of them were bad. No. Um, but none of them were like, oh my gosh, this is like Emmy winning stuff. <laughs> okay, wait. Can I take a second while we're talking about performances? Yes, let's, let's do it. I don't understand how people are so much trashing on. First of all, Moses Ingram. There was a lot of controversy when this series came out. Oh, she was great. She was amazing. She played I was third sister. She, yeah, she, like I wasn't the biggest fan of her character, but she was phenomenal. She was she an was. amazing was actress. Great. It was like, yeah. So all all, all that racist crap that came out at the beginning of the series when people were like, "Ugh, people no, stop being racist, stop it." It she is actually oh. like a really talented actress, and I I think she's gonna make it big. I genuinely I do. So. Um, well, wasn't she just <clears> in Loyalty vs. Madness? Was she? I actually don't know. She. Oh, I might be wrong. Oh, I'm wrong. Just kidding. Yeah. She was in the Queen's Gambit. Oh, okay. And she was in Ambulance. Oh, really? Yeah, she with the wife, I think. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she was phenomenal. Like, uh, I want to see her character in more like animated stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it was kind of a classic. You know what happened with Anakin in the prequels, where the character, like, the actor was terrific, but the character. Not quite as much. Mm-hmm. Could have been flashed out more. Yeah. Um. And then Leia. Holy crap, she was amazing. People were like trashing on like pre- performance of a like nine year old kid. Like chill, guys. Her name is Vivian Lyra Blair. She's so talented. Yes. Sorry, that's like a little rant I have just because I've seen how toxic people have been about those performances. Yeah, but, but let's be real. Star Wars though. fans are the worst. Yeah, we we kind of are. We suck. <laughs> we I'm suck. sorry. If you if you're a Star Wars fan and you don't agree. You're 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 not two stars then. We suck. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Just wanted to make no no yes. points. Uh, good good. Um. What was I gonna say? Yes. So, the performances are good. None of them are bad. Um. But I feel like the storyline of him kind of trying to save, you know, Leia. I I I get it. I do get it. It's a good storyline. But like I said, I the big thing I don't like is no stakes. I think yeah I said that right. But stakes for me is a, a driving force for a show, especially when there's only six episodes because you got to get a lot of places in a very short time. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I hate that these MCU, sh- the uh, Disney shows are only six episodes long. Same. Holy crap. Because you need, that's why a lot of them feel very empty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, you know, you need more time to flesh out the characters. This is why for Moon Knight, um, look up for a review on that pretty soon. I, I said that um, one episode is probably the most, the best episode of 
Disney TV show I've seen. And that's episode five of Moon Knight. But I've said that I want a whole series of just exploring the character's arc. I don't care about like action and stuff blowing up. I just want good characters. Because then when that happens, when you when you flesh out characters, those big bombastic blowing up stuff moments feel so much more deserved and better. I know I may sound like, oh, Nat's like a freaking like movie snob. Do you know what? You're right. But <laughs> like, it's true. I, I just want, I need, I, okay, I want more story over like substance and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Ashton, you have a 6.9. Dude, I, I, it's going to feel really harsh, but I'm, I'm going to give like a three. Wow. Three or four. Okay. Uh, I know Ethan Johnson, our friend Ethan Johnson. I know he loved this show. Yeah. Um, he'd probably give like a nine or 9.96 or 9.69, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like, I think I liked it. I did enjoy it, uh, but my dad's going to be like, you should just turn off your brain when you watch this show. I can't turn off my brain when I watch stuff like this. Uh, because I I know too much lore. Especially if we have a podcast where we have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Dad. You, you <laughs> listen to the podcast. You're like our most frequent listener. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> You've done this. You have no more high ground to stand on. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought the show was good. It's just, I, I felt a little bit underwhelming for me. And I know it's a Kenobi show. I know it's a Kenobi show. But I wish that they went away from Skywalker stuff for a little bit. That's Please. Fair. I think the biggest thing they can do right now is to just let the past die. <laughs> like, do one show that has nothing to do with Luke Skywalker. Or anything to do with Skywalkers. I want, like... I want to, like... You know, do you remember the Star Wars, Star Wars Old Republic, like, cinematics? Yeah, those were fire. I want a whole show like that. Yeah. I want a Star Wars show in the style of Arcane. Okay. Like animated. Like that would be so cool. Or even you know what? I hate anime, but I give us a Star Wars anime. Honestly. Sure, why not? They they already did that. Yeah, but not like a full like a full show. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Not an enough. anthology series, yeah. <clears throat> Alright. Asher. We, we we gave a little, a little bit of overview. Now yeah. Let's, let's get to, like, let's dive into some let's stuff. Let's dive into like specific things. I have notes. Yes. No. No. Dumont, you guide it. You guide it. It's all you, bro. So I think the biggest thing of this show, and actually before before we fully move on, I also just want to bring up too. The book. So a mm, lot of people. Yes, yes. I don't know if you've ever read it. When I was a kid, I have, one yes. of my favorite books ever was the Obi Wan book. Good books. Which I was hoping they were going to adapt the show into because it was such a good book. Now it's Legends now, but back then it wasn't. Um, and it was like it actually gave more of an Obi Wan based story around you know him his pain of everything that happened to Anakin, <clears throat> but also while like. He's he's caught he's always like looking at Luke from a distance. So kind of like the beginning of episode one where he's like spying on him, just making sure he's alright. Yeah. And it just like it dove into so much stuff that was happening on Tatooine and it's like that's originally what I thought this show was gonna do. Now it didn't do that, which was interesting. And I, I don't know, like it kind of brought in a lot more of like the like the Obi Wan and Anakin thing from the prequels like fleshing out that pain and just kind of I think the purpose of the show 
was to move Obi-Wan into a place, into the place he was in in episode four, mm, where he yes. was, you know, he was more, he wasn't as, he wasn't in so much pain. He was more centric, more focused on the overall scope of, you know, we have to train the kids to be Jedi to Oh, the whatever. kids are dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, let's talk about the biggest thing for this show. Okay. Vader. I would Vader. argue this show gave us a better Darth Vader than Agreed. most of what the original trilogy did. This is the most powerful Vader we've seen. Yeah. Uh, episode six, you know, he's lifting up like boulders and throwing them on. He's burying, he's burying Obi-Wan in the ground with the force. And uh, ep- episode five, when he like grabs the ship in midair and crushes it oh, that without cool. even like straining. Yeah. Like we've seen Ahsoka grab a ship. We've seen Rey and Kylo Ren do it. Who's Rey? There's no Rey in Star Wars. <laughs> and they've, they've been very like, you know, straining, but Vader just walks in there, grabs it, crushes it. Yeah. And then he gets into this the whole lightsaber fight with Rio where he like just uses the force. Dude, he didn't even try. He didn't even, he was just playing with her. Dude, he was in easy mode. He was in easy mode. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Vader we got from the show is probably my favorite part of the show. And you I know when so. he's walking to find Kenobi in episode was it episode three? And he just like randomly kills like a bunch of people with oh, the force yeah. while he's walking over there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is Darth Vader. This is why we're all scared of him. Dude, Darth Vader is so scary, man. Like, he is. Do you remember episode four? <laughs> you see him with the fir- for the first time walking through uh, the blockade runner. And like there's a sea of dead bodies. And he's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um, yeah. No, I love Vader in this. Uh, but one thing I really appreciate about what they do with Vader is they... Showed a little bit of Anakin, yeah, in him, yeah. Um, because that's the thing. Like before, before everything, before the prequels, we thought, um, you know, Anakin, um, Anakin Skywalker slash the Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi only met each other before Order sixty six. Now, giving this context is very important. Now we know like what. What went on? Uh, we obviously knew that he was Obi Wan was gonna win the battle because in episode four, Darth Vader was like, "Hey, last time we fought, you won, but I'm gonna beat you this time." And he did, well, kinda. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I just yeah, Darth Vader was very good in the show. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's actually very poetic. I'm happy they had Hayden in the costume. Yes, like I'm super happy about you, that. You have to because I think. The best part of the series is the redemption that Hayden got as an actor because he got so much crap for the prequels when it first came out for yeah. Anakin. And for this show, I think he was the best part of it where he got to, you know, he already knew Anakin a bit, but now he got to go into the other side and play Vader and he got to play Vader in a way where it was, you know, like scary, he genuine play the way Vader, he play, play the way he wanted to. And, you know, it's just the whole time, whenever he's on screen, you're like, uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? And the way that they got James Earl Jones's voice. Dude, I can't believe he's still alive, so, honestly. Fun fact, they didn't actually use his voice. No? They used the voice simulator. So, you know, oh, you know in The thing. Mandalorian, how thing. they simulated Luke's voice to sound younger? Yeah. They used that same technology, which is why... He, uh, he doesn't sound as old because oh, if yeah. you heard Darth Vader in Rogue One and in Rebels, that's it's James him. Earl Jones, yeah. and he—you can tell he's aging. Like his voice sounds a lot different than it did before. 
in this series, it sounds completely the same as it did in, you know, the original. It's a robot voice. It's a robot voice. And that's what this AI. Actually, fun fact, they also use the same AI for for Iceman in Top Gun Maverick. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Anyway, it's like that technology is like perfected to a point where in episode six, they were able to mix it so well with Hayden's voice. Yeah. For that Anakin reveal. And it was like, holy crap. Dude, that was that was a, that was was my favorite moment of the show. That was such an emotional moment. I want that like on a movie poster. I want that on a bust. I want that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'll put that on my car. I would too. I'd hang it on the wall if I had any more. Actually, no. I'd take down a couple posters and hang it See, on the wall. Yeah, Ash, we have no more wall space. We have no more wall space. Both of us. We're no in my room space. right now and I just filled my wall with posters. Does that have like a freaking <laughs> Grogu poster, Falcon and the Winter Soldier poster? Halo, Doctor Strange, and an Obi Wan. And I just bought a Smash Bros. poster. Yeah, today. I'm, I'm sitting beside this new Smash Bros. poster. <laughs> it's I have more posters. Yeah. Not that, like it's a big flex or anything, but you know, not, not too big. Not no too big. big deal. Anyway, yeah, like I think Vader was definitely my favorite part of the show, and I'm I'm actually happy that they decided to use Vader instead of Maul because originally they were thinking that they'd want to use Maul, but the thing is, if Rebels hadn't happened and it's, Maul dies in Rebels uh, yeah. to Obi Wan. It was such a beautifully shot or like animated part of that show, anyway. But if that episode hadn't happened, I'd be a little more like, "Ooh, Maul should have been the villain." But I think this was like it kind of again it, it brought Obi Wan to a place where he could be that healthy space wizard in Episode Four. <laughs> space um, wizard <laughs> and You're a space wizard. Space Obi-Wan. wizard. Um, yeah, I think that was my favorite bit. Just. Seeing Vader at this like powerful, but he still has the weakness of Anakin. Yeah. But you know he's also he's he's also like consumed like Anakin's consumed by Vader, and when the mass part comes off, holy crap! There's like, uh, when he says I'm not your failure, Obi Wan, and then his like, when he says that, his face is like with emitting with the blue lightsaber. Oh, oh my. Goodness. And then he says, I, I killed him, and then his the face red. goes red. Oh, it was like, oh, I lost. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was such a big fanboy moment. Such a that beautifully was, shot. That one. was fire. Even like, okay, even in episode three, when he's fighting Obi-Wan for the first time and Obi-Wan's super weak and he like picks him up and freaking burns him. Dude, I was like, dude. That's brutal. This is like. That's brutal. This is Vader. All right. Like he's scary again. Hayden was just so good with it. Um, also Obi-Wan. Ian McGregor again. Yo. So good. Yeah. So good. He's like actually he I think I think he's my definitive Obi Wan. Yeah. I love Alec Guinness. But he's old, bro. <laughs> but You're gonna yeah. see Alec Guinness do a backflip. Yeah, exactly. Rip on it rip though. Um also, people have been complaining that Vader lost and like why didn't Obi Wan just kill Vader at the end? I have a bit of a theory on this. Because that's a question I had too. Because you would think, like, if Obi-Wan could just, like, end Vader right there and then, if he's come to terms with Anakin being gone, then why wouldn't he? It's just so stupid that he left. Yeah. I think they could have executed that scene better. I think what they should have done is he just, like, in that moment since Luke was in imminent danger, and he had to choose between ending it or going to grab Luke, and he goes to get Luke. Um, But I think my theory is that if he had killed Vader there... He would have turned to the dark side. Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan. I think so. 
because he was feeling a lot of emotion in that scene and a lot of passion, which Jedi aren't really supposed to tap into. No. But that's kind of what he did at the end. He tapped into it. And his anger, too. <clears throat> and that, but he was, it was all kind of like Mace Windu stuff where it was like fused with like more light side passion and he was able to like beat Vader that way. Absolutely. Um, and I think if he had gone any further, he would turn to the dark side. I th- I'm pretty sure that's what was going on there. I think so, probably. Which is why it makes sense that he wouldn't want to kill Vader. But also, I can understand that complaint. I get it, but, like... He... he, he, Obi-Wan couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah. For the second time. That's his freaking brother, guys. Yeah. There was no way he was going to do it. Yeah. And plus, we know, because, you know... Yeah. That's a four, five, six. (laughs) Also... Sorry, do you have anything more to add about no, Vader? No, no, keep on going. You're good. Okay. You're, we're, we're good, bro. Another thing, something that you actually brought up already, was how everyone was getting stabbed and not dying. Mm-hmm. I agree. That was like, people should have died. Dude, just die. Just die. Freaking um, Disney, can you have the balls and kill someone off, please? But like, I have... Grow a pair. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it should have happened. Would've kill been Mickey better. Mouse! Actually, don't do that. Don't do that. Dang. Uh, Mouse. But I, I also have a theory that could work as to why people didn't die in this. So the first one is the Inquisitor. He gets stabbed, but we know he's not dead because he shows up in Rebels like five years later or whatever in the timeline. Yeah. Um, so many people have been attributing that to him having more than one stomach. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which makes sense for his species. Yeah. And then Reva gets stabbed twice. You would think Vader wouldn't have stabbed her. You would think he would have decapitated her. Uh, the second time, if he, he knew wanted, that he wanted she, her to suffer, he did. But he already stabbed her once in Order sixty six, and she still lived. So you would have thought he learned his lesson. Do finish your job, finish Anakin. Finish your job, Anakin. Jeez, bro, you killed all these younglings. Kill her, man. Yeah, just just take out the final youngling. Just choke him um, or something. <laughs> yeah, but my theory, it's the same way Maul survived. Where it was, she was she was burning with anger and hate, and that was kind of like what she was able to do to keep herself alive during both of those two instances. Because Maul got cut in half. Yeah, I think that no, that's if someone did a whole theory on that, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that's personally how I'm interpreting it, but still, I really think she she should have died. I love her character, like I love like the portrayal, but again, I wasn't the biggest fan of her character. Um... And, I mean, I'd love to see that kind of, like, taken and turn into something else. But, again, kind of make it her own story. Keep away from the sti- from the Skywalkers. Make it more about, like, the Inquisitors. Yes. I think they should do more content about the Inquisitors. I want to know what Stormtroopers do on a day off. <laughs> yo. Do they go to the space mall? Is there a mall inside the Death Star? Hey, yo. Dude, imagine. How many, like, innocent minimum wage workers did Luke kill when he blew that Yeah, dude, up? these guys have wives and kids, man. Don't you see Robot Chicken? Dang. These guys have kids. They do. Is it like, take your kid to work there or something on the Death Star? Luke, you suck. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Luke just murdered a bunch of innocent clones. Dang. Um, yeah. And you too, Chewie and Han. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Stormtroopers have lives too. Stormtrooper lives. Um, yeah. Oh, and I had one complaint. One really big complaint. I want to hear your complaint. Yes, let's hear complaints. I like complaints. Qui-Gon. Why the frick was he a Force ghost? He's dead, bro. In the Clone Wars, there's this whole arc where it goes into Qui-Gon talking, and his voice by Liam Neeson as well. He's talking to Yoda, 
and he's explaining how he can live past you know like he, he's ex- explaining the whole force ghost thing but how he didn't complete his training so he can't actually form himself into a physical presence as right. a force ghost right and yet somehow he appears physically on Tatooine. Someone messed up. Someone, someone was, messed up. Someone on the writing team messed up. Thought we, thought we didn't know this, but we did. Yeah. Wow, what, what a bunch of couple nerds. Yeah. Actually, in that one line, he didn't say that. So <laughs> how is that true? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it for like the whole fan presence and, you know, for Ian McGregor's Obi-Wan. It made it, it made sense to have Qui-Gon show up, but it did not make sense in the canon. Yeah. Because he can't, like, he's already dead. He can't learn more stuff as a Force ghost. He did appear as a Force ghost on that one planet, but that was kind of more because it was a very, like, Force-rich planet, and he was able to do that. Yeah. But everything else, it's just like, Tatooine is not the same. Shouldn't have happened. That's my big complaint. Yeah. Oh, and also, one la- one other complaint. Go for it. Um, how the heck did Obi-Wan not know that Vader was Vader? Or that Anakin was Vader? Because he saw, in episode three, he saw... He walked away. He walked away. He thought he Anakin had died. But he knew that Anakin was Vader. He knew that that was his Sith name. Because he saw the hologram where Emperor Palpatine was like, Rise Lord Vader. And he knew that that's Anakin's new Sith name. And then also, in Return of the Jedi, he talks about how... And even in Revenge of the Sith, they talk about how they have to hide him. It's like from the Emperor, but in Return of the Jedi, he also says, we had to hide you from your father to Luke. And that was the intention. Now... I know... Fire. I'm on fire today. I know you can say, like, uh, he had to hide him from his... like father because even though he didn't know like his father sold the empire like the part of the emperor and our empire and all that but still you know it's just those little details that who are directed like, this show uh deborah something oh deborah chow deborah chow. deborah chow and you know she did phenomenal like i again like i rated this like a 6.9 i think it's a really great show um but there there's some of these little I things also one thing I did like about this show, there wasn't really any filler episodes. Every episode had something big happening. Oh, yeah? Where it was like... Yeah. You know, like, it didn't feel like... And maybe that's kind of also to the detriment of the show, because it could have been longer, and they could have had some more character development in some of that filler stuff. Okay. But also, you know, it just kind of felt like there was constant action, which I did appreciate about it. Yeah, no, um, no episode left me bored. Yeah. Uh, there, every, every episode had very low stakes, if you ask me. Yeah. But, no, it was good. Um, I'm looking at IMDb. The average rating for this show is 7.2. So okay. So, you're not far off. I'm very far off, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah. Deborah Chow directed it, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do any, you have any thoughts? Uh. Any more thoughts? Can we not, like I said before, can we not do any more Skywalker stuff? Yeah. I want a whole Babu Freak show. Give me <laughs> Babu Freak. Do it, you cowards. Do it. Do it, yeah. <laughs> Bring me Babu Freak. Dang. Yeah, you know, like, it's a good show. But I also, yeah, I'm, I'm also getting a little tired of all the Skywalker stories. 
I think, and again, like Vader and Anakin were the best part of this movie, and it was really cool to see Leia uh, and Luke as kids. Yeah. But I think in the future, when Disney moves away from doing that kind of content, we're going to look back at Obi-Wan and be like, yo, that's really good. Yeah. But for now, I'm just kind of fatigued. I'm, I am I want I want to expand. I'm really looking forward to Andor, though. Yeah, same. Because Andor looks like it's a fresh take, and it actually looks like a well-shot TV show. Yeah. Obi-Wan looks like, honestly, it, it, everything looks like they're on a soundstage. Yeah, I think Obi-Wan kind of suffered a bit from COVID development, where they were limited to what they could do and where they could actually shoot, to the point where everything was just kind of done in studio. They couldn't really go out to, like, a real desert or anything, like they did with some of the Mandalorian stuff. See, like, that's a good <laughs> argument, but, like, Dune was shot during COVID. That's true. Look at Dune. Like, come on. Like, I, you can't use that excuse anymore, man. Dang. You can't use that excuse. Yeah, you're right. Everything <laughs> is everything's done in CGI now. Basically, everything's done. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things. Is also like after we just saw Top Gun. Yeah. Like all practical for the most part. Don't X-wing, you cowards. <laughs> do it. Do it for Rogue Squadron, please. Yeah. Like, oh, Rogue Squadron is gonna look so bad, isn't it? I hope not. I hope not. But it's gonna look so bad. It's gonna look like a PS2 video game. Jeez. Oh my gosh. We're, we're Star Wars Times are the worst. Yeah. Question, yeah. Anything else? <clears throat> um yes. Okay. One more thing. I think. Maybe one more thing. Go um for it, bro. <clears throat> go for what it. What did you think about kind of like the Like in in this show, they also had another big cameo. The Emperor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he kind of says to Vader, like, chill out. Don't go after Obi-Wan anymore. Like, is that an Anakin thing or is that a Vader thing? Sort of that big development or whatever. And Vader's just like, okay. What did you think about that? Was that, like, enough to actually kind of warrant this as a limited series? Or do you think they'll expand into season two where it just happens again? And Vader doesn't listen to the Emperor... Or is that, like, really enough to make Vader stop hunting for Obi-Wan? I think that's it. think that's it? I think that's it. Uh, I hope it's it. Because I I don't want the meeting again. I, I feel like this was a perfect conclusion to before episode four. Yep. I think in episode season two, Obi-Wan needs to go after Maul. Or Maul needs to go after him. Or we had, there's a whole, like, Obi-Wan's drunk and sad. And he goes, like bar hopping or something i don't know <laughs> i want him to deal with gangsters on tatooine Ooh. and then maybe that ties into the crimson uh crimson oh, dawn or whatever yes. like mall's organization because it's really interesting to see how the criminal sect of star wars kind of transitioned from the republic to the empire yeah and they were kind of like scattered a little bit with the kind of the new management it yeah that's something i'd be curious about but I don't necessarily, like, really want it. I feel like they could do that story without Obi-Wan. And it might actually be better if they do. Because I kind of think, as much as I love Ian McGregor, I, I just want to see him, like, if he's in more live-action stuff, I want it to be set, like, during the Clone Wars or during, like, another era. I want a whole, fla- <laughs> I want a whole flashback of, of Season 2 to be him fighting with the clones on, like, Coruscant. Yeah. In that, like, uh, accurate garb with like the shoulder pads and everything yeah yeah, yeah. 
And Give me that. <laughs> I'll pay company to see that. I'll go to the theaters and watch that. Same. Like, I know we said we're kind of, like, tired of Skywalker stuff, but, like, a live-action Clone Wars sequence would be different. Yeah. Because as much as I love the Clone Wars, I think seeing it live-action would really solidify, like, oh, these are the same characters. Because even, like, this show, it didn't really deal with a lot of Clone Wars stuff, besides Quinlan. Like, besides yes, Quinlan's Quinlan. little cam- cameo yes. in episode three. Um, it didn't really deal with, like, a lot of... And also, I guess, the clone trooper in episode two, I think it was. Um, or was yeah. that episode one? I, I forgot. Remember, yeah. um, <clears throat> it didn't really deal with a lot of that stuff. The flashback it gave, the one that where we did have Anakin, was set kind of like after, like right after or right before Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Which was fine. I think that made sense. It's Yeah, it's fine. But it would have also been really cool to see like a Clone Wars flashback. That's one of the things I wanted. I will say I'm happy with the Order 66 stuff. That was like that was, that was really fire. Yeah. Wait, it opened with that too. I was like, "Yo, Wait, really? We're starting here. We're All starting right, here? I'm down." More younglings getting killed? Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Why didn't we see younglings get killed? Dang. That's my favorite part. Cowards. They don't show kids dying on screen. I guess it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Uh, it's it's actually really not okay. No, but we um, we're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. We say, yeah, we should try that. We, 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 we're kidding. We don't we don't actually want that, but you know it's you know whatever. Um, <laughs> can't go back now. Can't go back now. Sorry, YouTube's algorithm. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's horrible. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it would be kind of cool though to see like more Jedi purge stuff. Yeah, like more Jedi kind of like falling and stuff. They kind of just showed more expanded as to like what we could have seen in Episode Three, which was fine. Like that kind of same the same shots and stuff. This was the first time they actually made real clone armor. Yeah. Because all that stuff before was all CGI. And it's kind of not aged too well. No, it was terrible. Um, so I'm happy that they stuck with like doing real stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, I would be down. I don't, I don't want a season two of Obi-Wan. But I would like, maybe they make a show that's based around other characters during the Clone Wars. And they can have Anakin and Obi-Wan show up in live action. Ashton, just say it. We want a live-action Clone Wars. Live-action Clone Wars? See, I don't even know if I want a fully live-action Clone Wars. Like, I don't want them to adapt those same stories. I want them to do something different. Yeah. Yes. Um, which would be kind of cool. I mean, you know, while Tamara Morrison's still there and all everything as well. Might as well. Um, that's what the fans want next, I think. But yeah, again, overall, I think you should check out Kenobi if you're a Star Wars fan. Especially if you're a prequels fan. Which I'm not. Jeez, it, it really i think it makes you appreciate episode three a lot more and it makes you appreciate those characters and the transition into the actors into episode four and the characters there into the original trilogy it's a good bridge show yes but yeah we want more non-skywalker stuff i think uh, taika watiti's developing something that's not that's what i heard i don't Star- know what it is or yet, skywalker stuff I don't either, but I'm I'm really hard to find out. <clears throat> I want a Star Wars show that has like a alien fighting like ring, like Halo. No, like what's it called? <laughs> what's it called? <clears throat> like you know, like there's like dog fights. I want like I want like Jawa fights. <laughs> Jawa fights. Oh gosh. So, well, like an well, underground criminal. What would happen if you put a Jawa against like a Ewok? Ooh. See? Yeah, you know what? That's interesting. <laughs> Chicken fights. Dude, hey, Disney, we'll make that show. Yeah, we will. We'll make we'll that show. We'll write and develop it. I'll, I'll put on an Ewok costume. 
He's yeah, he can fit in it. I was gonna say, no, I think I might. I'd be a pretty tall Ewok. You would. Just go on your knees. Oh no, I'll be what's what's the I'll be a, a calamari guy, Mon calamari. Mon calamari. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. All right. Yeah. Anything else, Ashton? I think that's it. We yeah we just rambled about a TV show for about what half an hour. Yeah, about sick. All right, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so look out for our next episodes, and we'll see you on the flip side. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> until next time, I'm not, forgot to do the outro. <laughs> wait, let's share that, wait, let's share that one more time. Okay, until okay. next time, I'm Nat. And I'm Ashton. And we, we are, are the Nerds, Nerds in Flannel. Flannel. Peace.